This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hello and good news. I'm your host, Hannah Canningator, here to talk all about the people, places, and current events affecting the world in a positive way. We're going to get right to that good news, but before we do, just a quick little sidebar. If you like the podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes. It's the only way to get this little good news machine noticed in the search results and just out there into the rest of the world. Also, it totally makes my day to see that someone enjoyed hearing some good news. Okay, second sidebar. Do you shop for things on Amazon? Well... Aside from the ratings and reviews, the best way to support the show is by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash good news and clicking that little button that says support our artists. That will take you to Amazon where you just kind of shop around and do your stuff like you normally would. Then when you check out, Amazon kicks back a little percentage of what they make to the show. And that little percentage helps me keep the show a-going. So very cool, right? Okay, housekeeping time is over. Let's talk about those freaking good people out there making the world a better place. some freaking real good news. Hello and good news everybody. Here I am. Here we are. Here I am on my couch with Stephen Ray Morris. Hi. Oh my gosh, I'm here. I just heard the theme song. I love your theme song. Oh, thank you so much. Like, it's just like, (laughs) like, I think it, it to me, I love it when people, I don't know. I just like a catchy podcast theme song. Oh, that makes me so psyched. Yeah. I'm, uh, I always like hear it in my head. I like wanted to sing it before we, but I was like, no, but she has an actual official <laughs> version. I don't need to. You can do, if you ever want to do a version on your Casio of my uh, theme song, I would be, is it the Casio? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's totally a Casio keyboard. Uh, love it. Steven is, well, he's an editor for Loot Crate, and he is like podcast man. <laughs> he does he does the Purcast, which is, if you guys like cats, oh my goodness, please check out the Purcast. It's so great. You they uh, He co-hosts the Purcast, and they go to people's houses. They talk about cats. They hang out with cats. And we talk to you about your cat. Yeah. So listen to that they, one if oh, yeah, you want to. Oh, yeah, they talk to me about my cat. Um, that, it's a fun app. Fun app. Uh, also, uh, he is on one of my most favorite podcasts that I love to listen to. He does the sound for my favorite murder. No, I don't know. <laughs> Just like hearing sound effects. Because you're going to add those yeah, in, I'm right? Gonna, I got to do tons of sound effects yes. now. Yes. I, I loved it when you did that for your solo episode. Thank you. Um, I had a lot of fun with that. I know we should throw some sound effects in my favorite murder. Yeah, you should. <laughs> yeah, but without like, telling them. Yeah. It's like, why was there tons of air horn on our murder podcast? <laughs> uh, no reason. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, and then also, uh, Mother May I Sleep With? Is yeah, that Mother mm-hmm. May I Sleep With podcast. Yeah. Lifetime, lifetime movies explored by Malls, uh, a.k.a. Molly McAleer. Um, we get down for like two and a half, three hours (laughs) about your favorite lifetime movies. 
Um, and I just speaking of cats, I we did I I was a guest on one episode doing the Grumpy Cat Christmas movie, which was, I mean, talk I about good news, the I Christmas spirit, yeah. you know. <laughs> Except Grumpy Cat, where it's like, you know, I mean, Grumpy Cat eventually accepts goodness into her heart, so I think it all worked out. <laughs> you can't have a you can't have a movie like that without having some type of character i can turn around yeah no it's a christmas movie <laughs> yeah it would, that what are like what would a christmas movie be if they didn't learn the meaning of christmas at the end yeah it, it would be a regular movie <laughs> 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 and it would be not as good do you on have they done the have you seen the Kristen Wiig, Will Ferrell Lifetime movie ever no i still haven't seen it i i hope malls does it in season two because it's like it's a newer Lifetime movie where it gets kind of meta about like what it means to be a Lifetime movie. So oh. I feel like I hope because we're doing season two because her podcast is that podcast because she has like a bunch of podcasts. That one's like a seasonal one. Yeah. So when we do season two, that'll probably like I, I would love for that one to be on the docket because yeah. it's so weird. But because um, we kind of stuck to the classics in the first season. But that yeah. one's like such a. Like when you know, it's like the room, but actually knowing you're in on the joke kind yeah. of thing. So, uh, but I haven't seen it, but I probably, I, I will. If that's another thing, it's like, oh, which Lifetime movies do I want to watch? Like, those will be my suggestions. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Well, should we jump right in? Yeah, I'm excited. I, again, I, I really enjoy this podcast. Aww, um, thanks, I feel like it's like a great way, like, you know, it's just like, I think, it's funny. This reminds me. Um, so my roommate uh, from college is from Santa Rosa and mm-hmm. they have a newspaper called Good News or like 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 Good Times. Or it's probably like Good Times because it's like in a hippie town in, in the <laughs> Bay Area. Uh, but it's like Good Times or something like that. But it, when you when I first heard about your podcast, it reminded me of that because it's a it was it's a physical news. I don't know if it still exists, but it's a physical newspaper in this town that only prints the good news. <gasps> what? Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I don't know if it exists still or not, but I remember like it. It was at like in you know like the free stand area yeah. at like this burrito joint in Santa Rosa. Um, I'm gonna try and look that up. Yeah, I next week. Yeah, I don't know if it still exists, but I, I it just like it just reminded me of that. It's like you know, we have plenty of ways to be informed, but it's nice to like, it's just nice to remind them that there's still good in this world. Yeah. Especially after this last weekend, which we'll get to in the middle chunk. Cool. But, uh, yeah, it's like good to remember that when bad things are happening, there's still freaking there's good people. Yeah. Well, I like that too, because it's like, it doesn't negate that bad things are happening. It's, it's more of just like, well, all this stuff is happening yeah, and that there are reasons for us to continue to keep like, cause if like the kid that can make the teddy bear, like, you know, yeah, like I still, I, I think about that, that kid all the time. Kid. I was thinking about him yeah. today too. Uh, and oh. then he came back. I was so psyched that I saw him pop up like yet again. Yeah. That it's still happening. That yeah, like this everyday heroism stuff, stuff. Is, is going on. Um, Okay, let's jump in. First cool. story. We're going to start out light. We're going to get into some, like, uh, thick stuff in the beginning having to do with the world and the politics and whatever, which I usually stay away from, but I feel like it, there's good things that should be addressed about this weekend. Then we're going to exit on a nice, like, I'm really excited about how I have it laid out. This oh, week. I love this. I love that you have, like... <laughs> I really thought... I didn't think of segues, but I thought of... A little, like, just <laughs> some type of organization. <laughs> Anytime you need a segue, we'll just make dude, you know, meow or do something. Meow. Or make a, make laser sounds or something. Yeah. Pew, pew. That's what the sound effects are for. 
Um... Okay, so this first one, I just thought this was kind of funny and really nice. Um, so a Pittsburgher started, I guess that's how you say that, a person who's from Pittsburgh. Oh, I was like, is that a restaurant <laughs> I don't know about? A Pittsburgh. Pittsburgher. I really like that. Uh, I mean, that's sort of a Pittsburghian or a, yeah, I guess yeah, that's Pittsburgher, the Pittsburgher, it's a person from Pittsburgh and also where they sell... Uh, Burgers made with peach pits. I can't Ooh. think that was that was a stretch. <laughs> That's better than people pits. <laughs> that was my first Aww. thought. It's like, or a guy named Pitts. Yeah. Hey, I got these burgers. <laughs> this dude named Jeremy Pitts. Uh, uh, so a Pitts burger. <laughs> it's not. It's funny because reading it, I was like, yeah, of course. But saying it out loud <laughs> sounds so bizarre. Uh, he started an online petition to at, on change.org which is where like if you want a petition done that's like where you freaking do it I get, uh, I get the emails yeah to change the name of the pittsburgh international airport to be after mr rogers oh they want to name it the fred rogers international airport what's it called now just like the pittsburgh um airport? it's called yeah it's like a count it's the name of the county i um, I think I've flown in that airport. Have you? Probably. A, my you grandma, remember? my before my grandma passed away, she lived in like the middle of Pennsylvania. Oh. So I think we would either like fly into Pittsburgh or Philadelphia or something, yeah. and then like drive out into the like Amish countryside. Yeah. But like, I can't remember if it was Pittsburgh or Philadelphia or something like that. But Mister the Fred Rogers, I don't know. I mean, we have an airport. We have an airport in California named after John Wayne. But right. I feel like. Mr. Rogers is like, I want like the Carl Sagan, you know, international airport. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is, is, uh, Mr. Roger from Pittsburgh? So then I was like, wait, why? <laughs> I would love if it was just random. Like if he That's was a from question. California and then it was like, he filmed it in Los Angeles, but, uh, they were like, but Pittsburgh just really liked the show, Mr. Rogers. Yeah, no, that's really, I mean, yeah, I don't want to put this guy on blast, but I'm I, just, I just don't know. I'm just curious. I didn't either, but then I realized, so I looked into it a little bit and I'm pretty positive that, um, obviously I, just a little bit, I looked into it, not a lot because I'm pretty, only pretty positive that, uh, so Pitts, the Mr. Rogers neighborhood is about. Pit, like in Pittsburgh. Oh, well, that's, I think that's even cooler. Yeah. So the whole thing. And now, um, aside from the, the airport thing, they also, there's, so there's the, um, at the Heinz history center, which is like the big history museum there. They have, uh, they have a whole, like, uh, what do you call it at museums? When there's a thing, an exhibit, an exhibit. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. I was like dinosaur bones. Uh, that's my. That's always my first uh, guess. King Tut. Yeah, it's um, like why is there dinosaur bones at this aviation museum? <laughs> Not even flying ones. There's no flying dinosaurs. Um, uh, there's no fl- What did you say? There's no. Well, like the 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 like pterodactyls and stuff. They're not technically dinosaurs. I had to bring my nerd. Nerdy dinosaur. No, wait. Talk about. I'm yeah, yeah. so into dinosaurs. So do yeah, yeah. Side, do a quick side. Yeah, yeah. It's quick sidebar. Like pterodactyls and pterosaurs and stuff. They're considered like flying reptiles. They're not considered bird like dinosaurs or birds because <gasps> they have like a different like 
they just like converged later. So they're basically just like lizards with wings where it's like dinosaurs are just birds that are leathery. Okay. <laughs> it's so funny to think about. But yes, like they just had this amazing exhibit. <laughs> they just had this uh, exhibit at the Natural History Museum where they had a whole exhibit on pterosaurs because they've learned a whole bunch recently. Mm-hmm. The cutest part, though, is they had this like 3D VR thing where like you I would ju- you would just see little kids like flapping their wings to pretend to be pterodactyls. And it was really cute. Um, that is cute. Um, yeah, it's that's awesome. Quick dinosaur, non-dinosaur sidebar corner. No, I love that sidebar. <laughs> I didn't know that at all. And I consider myself to be up on the dinos. Well, I mean, it's like a thing where like even in the title for this exhibit, they still have to use the word dinosaur in it to like get people to. Yeah. It's like it's just an easier way for them to like it's like, oh, flying reptiles. Di-, like, I think it's just like a branding. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, you got to get your branding right. Yeah. Flying reptiles. Come on. Get it together. <laughs> What um, kind of Instagram are you going to have with flying at flying reptiles? N- ugh, not a good one. No, I follow a dinosaur account on Instagram. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. Fo- I mean, I follow like Jurassic Park ones, but I don't follow like specifically dinosaur ones. Uh, I just found it. They actually don't. I can't remember the name of it because they don't. I like found it a couple weeks ago. They don't post as often as I would like. Oh, but they actually. I've noticed they do their the the video. That's just like Snapchat. Oh, okay. What is it called now? Instagram stories? Yeah, stories. <laughs> stories. Uh, Dinosaurs need their stories. Yeah, they do lots of stories of like, uh, and they post maybe like once every week to two weeks. Hmm. I would like it to be a little more often, personally. Yeah, but I, would, I would love that. It's like illustrations about specific dinosaurs with facts. I like that. Yeah, you would. I think it's right up your owls. Yeah. Um. Okay, where were we? Back oh, we to were Mr. Talking Rogers. About, okay. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, because I was talking about in the museum, they have an exhibit um, that is like part of the set from Mr. Rogers. Whoa, that's so cool. Yeah, and the, the castle um, that they have, the great oak tree, they have like, yeah, just a whole exhibit for Mr. So Pittsburgh is like into Miss. they love, so I'm pretty sure... But Again, I, I only, it seems like I, like now that I see this in my document where I put all my research, I'm like, I looked into it, but not to, I remember the reason I found out about the museum thing was because I Googled like, is Mr. Rogers from Pittsburgh? From Pittsburgh. But I like the, the idea that like the, uh, the city of Pittsburgh identified with this, like the, this fictional, not fictional version of Pittsburgh, but like appreciated the fact that like mr rogers was like oh yeah this is pittsburgh yeah like i don't i almost like that better than just it's like it's the opposite of like when people side with sports teams just because they're from this hometown it's more of like oh well we like what you know we like this person and what they're doing and helping kids and stuff so like let's because like is john wayne from orange county i don't know i don't know either but like so (laughs) there's no rules you know you can you can freaking name your airport yeah if you like somebody yeah, Petco's you- not from San Diego. Um, <laughs> like I re- now, I just want to have like yeah, like different, um, like the uh, like different airports named after like PBS mm-hmm, mm-hmm. after PBS character or characters <laughs> personalities. PBS. Yeah, the Bob Ross. Like you know, they could probably they would probably name yeah. either in Alaska or Florida because yeah, he's from Florida and he lived in Alaska for a while. And I could see Alaska Airlines or some Bob Ross Airlines. <laughs> 
That would be amazing. That would be really great. For, I mean, we can get on change.org and really start yeah. cha- doing great things for the world if we want. Yeah, we're, we're going to go, well, no, we'll talk to this person yeah. and be like, hey, I love Mr. Rogers changing the name of Pittsburgh Airport, but let's think a little bigger. Let's yeah. go Carl Sagan International Airport, Julia Childs uh, International <laughs> Airport, Bob Ross Airlines. Airlines. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Uh those are all the those are all the big PBS. That's who we care. That's all yeah. we care about. <laughs> I mean, I for Halloween I've dressed up as Bob Ross and Carl Sagan, so Ooh. I feel like I need. I mean, I kind of dress up like Mister Roger, Mister Rogers all the time, anyway. So. I was just gonna say I could yeah. see that being an easy costume, like a nice little cardigan, mm-hmm. everything. <laughs> I really like that. I think that's really like. I feel like that because I think you know we talk about like uh, representation and like visibility is really an important thing, and so like I don't know hero like making somebody like mr rogers like the name of an airport it would just be like a because we'd always be like you go through the airport and you'd be subtly thinking about mr rogers all the yeah. time you're like oh, it's nice here do you think they would play them the like theme song in the airport oh my god that'd be so great that'd be great and that would so make every- crazy it would make it would be so great coming in there and then for the people who had to work there oh it would god. be so <laughs> But I feel like it would, yeah. It, it, well, I mean, the hope is that it would soothe everybody being right. stressed out when they're when they're flying. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Uh, yeah, love That's that cool. little one. Uh, okay, so bigger, a little bit bigger picture of this weekend. Um, like I said, I usually try and stay out of politics, but with the, uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the ACLU and how awesome they are number one uh number two good stat about them is that they so uh since saturday between saturday and today were uh cheat codes Uh it's monday (laughs) peek behind the curtain (laughs) peek behind the microphone um we are they have raised sorry we a collective people is the we I'm referring referring to have donated twenty four million dollars since Saturday. Wow. Yeah. It's either a lot of people or like one really rich person and then all of our five dollars. Done. (laughs) Um so Saturday was the first full day of that immigration ban and then like people were just like, uh mm. Yeah. Um, wow, this that's is, amazing. Yeah, seven times as much was raised online in the full year of 2015. Oh. Seven times. They raised $3.5 million in the full entire year of 2015. Holy and crap. And then since Saturday, $24 million. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, when we really want to mobilize, we really can. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a cool thing to, to think. And that, there was lots of other... Uh, there's I didn't like know a bunch that. of other organizations who basically since uh, the election between the election and now have like just been getting so much more support, which I think is like a really uh, a good positive thing is that people are like, oh, yeah, we got to be like involved and help and do stuff. That's really cool to hear just because it's like there's so many places that you can donate to. You're mm-hmm. like. Uh, is my fight like if I donate five or ten or twenty to everything, is that better than donating a hundred to one what? thing? Yeah. Or like, I, I feel yeah. I mean, for me, I almost just kind of go with my gut and then hope. I don't remember who said this, but somebody was like, "Donate to what you want 
and then trust that everyone's gonna like fill in the blanks together yeah kind of thing oh yeah but i I agree with that but i mean it's cool that like because the aclu was like on the ground yeah and so it's great that people were like okay for like for this one weekend we're all gonna like focus our energy in this one thing and then hopefully like yeah we just will find the time and the energy and focus when things need to be like when people like when the parenthood like not that it's like we're one and done but like that everybody kind of has their time to get what they need to like fight or whatever. Yeah. Fight or whatever. Just fight. <laughs> Just fight. <laughs> fight or whatever. Fight or whatever. Uh, no, totally. And the ACLU this weekend really seriously. Um, I mean, there's some, so, so the, the, basically the, um, the, the executive order that he put through was like, so, kind of like broad and vague also that's part of what was creating such huge issues in the airport it was like just a weird general like uh nobody can come in right now and so they had lawyers like on the ground in uh the major airports and especially the one near washington dc um and like basically they had some really good victories over the weekend of getting people through and they're like, and putting a blocking, um, like basically a stay got issued to block president Trump's discriminatory, discriminatory policy from taking total effect. Um, so, I mean, when you listen on the news and stuff, it sounds like a lot of it is, is still going through, but there was like big, uh, there was like some really good things that happened over the weekend. Yeah, a stay is like essentially, if my understanding, because it is kind of hard to understand a little bit sometimes when yeah. you're like, for me anyway, just because I'm not, I'm not like a poli sci major or anything, yeah. or like even just trying to keep up with it every day. But like my understanding, a stay is just, it's like, hey, wait a minute, like this is technically illegal. Mm-hmm. We, you need to like stop back and like explain yourself better and in yeah. that meet like is that is that what it is like um i think so yeah i was having similar and what i do know is that they like immediately got a hearing oh, cool. um and started arguing the case um then a stay was issued and that blocked the discriminatory so uh, yeah because some people got through and got to mm-hmm. go home and got to go to their families yeah there was like people traveling for business and stuff who were like just stuck and well, so like all of that well yeah like i and i know like this person is still stuck the uh i can't remember the filmmaker's name but he is he can't go to the oscars because like he even though he's nominated for best foreign film Ooh, that's right um, yeah the salesman i think is the name of the film but like he's still like not let in and i remember over the weekend the person i can't, i'm sorry i don't know the names of these people um, but it was a guy who was basically helping the U S military during the Iraq war. And even he's not like, like, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's an, it's insanity, but like, like he, it's amazing that it's amazing that they had the resources and that they had the, the sharpness to act so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very thankful that there's people who are like, cause like I'm the type of person where I see something like tipping over and I'm like, no. Yeah. And then like it falls over and I'm like, damn it. I wish I could have acted quicker. Yeah. Like, it's amazing that like, I'm so thankful that there's people who are like, 
they see this shit going down and they're like, oh, we got to act right now. Yeah. I'll read, um, I'll just read really the excerpts I took out of. So Anthony D. Romero, who's the ACLU executive director, this is, he put out um, on ACLU's site like a, a big article and this is the parts that I took from it that I really liked. Um, the This is in, I'm doing air quotes right now, starting <laughs> now. Uh, the ACLU with other organizations immediately sprang into action and challenged Trump's executive order in court as violating the due process and equal protection clauses of the U.S. Constitution. We immediately got a hearing and argued our case at around 9 p.m., federal district court judge Ann M. Donnelly issued a stay blocking President Trump's discriminatory policy from taking effect and preventing refugees and immigrants from being deported. The United States is a nation governed. This is my. These are my favorite parts towards the end. The United States is a nation governed by the rule of law and not the iron will of one man. President Trump has now learned that we are a democratic republic where the powers of government are not dic- uh, dictatorial. Is that how you say it? Dic- yeah. Dic- a dictatorship so. is what it means. <laughs> they are limited. The courts are uh, the bulwark of our democracy that protects individual rights and guards against the overreaching of an administration that confuses its will with the American's public. Tonight was one of the most incredible experiences of my life, one that demonstrates that people united will never be divided. This is only the beginning. This is merely the first skirmish in a long battle to vigorously defend the Bill of Rights from the authoritarian designs of the Trump administration. Savor the victory tonight, but prepare to fight on. I, I love like that. that a lot. Yeah, man, I got like chills hearing that. Yeah, isn't that awesome? It's just like a quick reminder, like, hey, y'all, the, no such thing as a dictatorship in this country. Like, don't lose. We can, yeah. we, like, can all work together and... Actually, like, you know, I think, I mean, it's also telling that he's like, you know, I, I like, it's that great mix of like, no, let yourself celebrate this. This is a victory. This mm-hmm. is important to remember, but also like, we still need to fight. Yeah. It's like that great mix of like, because it's like in the past, we've either been like, oh, this thing doesn't matter. We got to keep fighting or like celebrate. We did our job. We're done. And we're done. And, and like, but the truth, the the real truth is that in between part where it's like, allow yourself to celebrate, but also know that like tomorrow you're going to still have to keep fighting. Yeah. We got to figure out, we got to like unpack the rest of this crazy, everything crazy. Everything crazy. <laughs> um. And so basically one of the big things that they are fighting now is they're uh, arguing like the arguments that the lawyers are currently taking um, as they're fighting in court is that this blanket ban violates the Fifth Amendment, which is the right to due process, and that it also um, uh, the preferential treatment of Christians over mu- Muslims violates the First Amendment, yeah. which is the freedom of religion. So just like Aside from when you hear it, you're like, what? That can't be allowed. Like, it, right. In the Constitution and stuff, it's like, nope. It's real. They're yeah. like using. It's just so cool. Lawyers are so cool. Yeah. <laughs> the good ones. I know. Sometimes it's like <laughs> I, I'm i like, all these fancy words. But it's just like, no, we have a system. And yeah. I'm glad that people know how to use it yeah. for good. And that, you're, that it's like, no, rem- Remember, this yeah. is, these 
these rules are here. Yeah, checks and balances, mofo. Yeah, guys. Um, so if you're like me and you you try to stay up on all this stuff, but sometimes it's hard. Uh, my friend, shout out Oakley Boycott. She sent me an app the other day. It's called the Countable app. Um, basically what it does is it, you can, you like make a little, you do a login. You got to give your email. You always got to do the email. It's just part of, it's part of freaking 2017, yeah. you know, you got to I mean, sign up with that email. Yeah. I mean, you just set up all the dummy accounts. It's like the same ones that you use for your, yeah, your glasses. For Swift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm very informed, though, on all five of my accounts. Um, so you sign up, and what it does, you can tag all the issues that you can put where you live, or you can put um, just what issues that you want to be up to date on, and it will oh, update wow. you on like everything that Congress is voting on, everything that sent, like everything that's happening in local stuff. Yeah, for you, it'll also like any bills that are coming up, it will break them down for you to be like. Well, this is what this means. And then also, like, most of the... Just anything that is currently happening. So, in oh, wow. terms of stuff changing or government voting on stuff. And then it also breaks down, like, do you want to have a say in this? Um, here's... Uh, my friend... I was looking at it today. My friend Oakley, she's like, they'll send an email for you on your... Like, you can say, yeah, I want to send a letter doing this. Oh, and it'll wow. send an email, but... She and I agree with this. She was like, but I still call or write my own postcard because who knows where the app thing is going. But as a resource, it's like a really cool thing. Well, just it's I mean, I think that's the reason why a lot of people use Twitter is that it's it's in that same kind of way. But now that's a cool idea. That's like because like I I um, I subscribe to like a science thing where like I just like environment animals you know Mm -hmm. like that kind of thing but that but that's just for science stuff but that's really cool for politics to like keep in touch with like the issues that you dramatic pause care about (laughs) um no that's really cool what's it called again uh countable countable Mm -hmm. i like that yeah and it's all i mean i went through it today uh today and it's like you can check everything like environmental protection social like uh, human rights, anything local, and you, yeah, it's got all of it. And then it pulls it up and is like, hey, here's what's happening around you. Do you want to email your representatives or call them about this to tell them which way you'd like them to vote? It's and nice. It, and it has like dates and stuff too. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Because you're like, oh no, I spaced on the march. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, no, it was, it's today. It's here's today. a reminder. Yeah, this is happening now. Um, so yeah, that's a good every oh, and then also I used this one earlier today and saw it come up the five uh like five numbers to call each day. What's oh, it called? Oh cool. Uh, oh, I just had it pulled up and I used it and then I forgot about it. Yeah, it's like Fiverr? Five, no, I'm just kidding. Five <laughs> five Five E, <laughs> yeah, five E, Num- number, but it's missing the E. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's called Five Calls. <laughs> oh, okay. Look, no muss, no fuss, just keeping it five straight shooter. Uh, five calls. Yeah, which I used today to call about um, Our Lady Betsy and 
Yeah, so you can, you put, it's the same kind of thing. It's like you put in your zip code and it's like, well, what are you interested in calling your representatives and, about and today? And that's like an email that you get sent every day? Uh, you can do it email or you can do, you can just like oh, go cool. on their site. and Hannah's showing me? Yeah, yeah, I'm showing. So you can be like, hey, what's important to you? And I was like, I want to oppose Miss Betsy. And then you put in, so my zip code's in. And it has a check mark next to it because wow. I did it. And then it's like, call this office right now. This should be like our homepage. Like, yeah. Instead of Google, like this should be the thing that is I like know. every morning when you open your browser. It's like, what do you want to call about today? Uh, and then it says, so it's like, hey, uh, so for us in LA slash California, it's Diane Feinstein and it has her number. And then it's like, here's a script for you if you're nervous about doing phone calls like I am. Where it's like, mm -hmm. ask about how your senator will be voting if if they are voting no on betsy be like thanks a lot and then if they're voting yes it gives you like stuff to say whoa this is really cool yeah uh and then it's like you you can call oh whoa so then they're like building a database too of like mm -hmm. the they're getting like okay how is this actually going yeah so after you do that it's like you can click she was unavailable. I left a voicemail. I made contact. And then they ask you, well, how did it go? Or you can be like, I actually don't feel like calling Diane. I'm going to do something else. Yeah. Um, I texted her. <laughs> and so, like, uh, here's what you do to reject the Muslim. Here's who you called about rejecting the Muslim ban. It's still Diane. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it just, it's helpful because I've, I think the most helpful part about phone, it yeah. is the script. Yeah. That's because cool. sometimes you're like, yeah, I want to call my, I want to call my representatives, but I'm not totally sure what to say when I do. <laughs> uh, I care. Hey, hey, uh, no, but that's like another great, I mean, again, it's about normalizing activism. I remember yeah. somebody was, I forget where I was listening to, but it was like, you know, there'd be like weekly meetings like back in the, you know, when America was first like founded where it's like you would meet every week, you know, with your local party and like discuss issues and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I mean, it almost seems like that's where this is all going. Yeah. You know, where it's like people I get like I see people, I see friends, I see people online like, yeah, we're getting together all Sunday to go write letters. We're getting together to all go make phone calls. It's like it's kind of coming back to that, but I like that it's like yeah. normalizing activism, which is what we need, which is what the part of the whole thing that should be normalized, not the other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's awesome. That's yeah. cool. Five calls. Five Wait, calls. is it five calls like the number five or five spelled out? Uh, five, the number calls spelled um, as opposed to my... the numerical version of yeah. calls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then countable. Cool. Great app. Uh, I'll send I'll, uh, I'll send them both to you afterwards. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. I'm going to post them on the freaking Instagram, you guys. P.S. I did make an Instagram. It's uh, hello and good news. Same name as the podcast, but on Instagram. And I'm posting teensy little uh, blurbs about the stuff. Uh, okay, same thing. This will be the, this is the last kind of like political thing. Um, but it's semi small town news for Ooh. me it's from wyoming so uh they just turned down a bill that was basically it was like the most anti-lgbtq uh pieces of legislation ever it was basically gonna allow for like 
discrimination based on sexual orientation. Like Wyoming was like, Hey, let's make that fine. Um, (laughs) Let's let's all this progress. Let's knock it back a few. I mean, while we're at it country, let's Wyoming wants to do this, but uh, it got turned down. So that is not, it was like a, a, a big thing in Wyoming that, um, Oh, and it was religious too. It was like religious and sexual orientation. Um, we're wow. gonna could be like legal, basically discriminated against. Um, but everyone was like, "Dude, like, yeah, that's not us anymore." <laughs> yeah. Listen, we're so over that. Well, that was like, <laughs> like to relate it a little bit. It was like there was people all across the country showing their solidarity at airports. Mm-hmm. You know, to be like, "Oh, this is not just like some elitist wet like." coastal thing it's like no the whole country like is fed up with this yeah we're like no guys it's so much better to just be chill with each other the future in a love and acceptance of everybody is uh cool yeah it's really cool so (laughs) get on board get on board don't be a nerd and discriminate yeah (laughs) no that's amazing make that into like a graphic i love it so my uh takeaway from that those little blurbs you guys is like uh i mean i listened to the news all day in my car today and it was freaking it sucked it was rough well and you're in la traffic too so it's probably like twice as long as it's no la la land there's no like beautiful (laughs) choreographed dances happening it's all sad um no dances all sad (laughs) (laughs) And so just that remember <laughs> that uh, even with everything you hear, there is like, just keep, keep being active. Number one, got to do that. Um, and then number two, know that it, it does help. And like, uh, I mean, 24 million in yeah. a couple days. Yeah. Imagine what we could do if we were just, doing that every day all the dang time yeah Yeah. set it to automatic uh donation i mean i'm not rolling in the dough quite yet to do that but that's like a goal of mine me too would i would love to for certain things like just have like you know ten dollars a month i mean we donate to npr we donate to maximum fun or you know whatever like entertainment stuff like like it'd be great to like you know Planned parenthood 10 20 you know whatever we can whatever you can really yeah. So that that's that's a goal of mine. Uh, me too. I want to eventually be able to donate like significant amounts of money, uh, on a regular basis, and like buy a lot of art. I'll yeah. Buy tons of art. <laughs> Hopefully the the and then you buy the art from somebody who donates the money that they made yeah. from selling you the art. Yeah. So it's like all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm gonna live in a perfect world. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I guess this is a. So this is my GoFundMe of the week, yeah. which kind of I feel like the ACLU is technically sort of the GoFundMe of the week, um, even though it wasn't a GoFundMe. But this is an actual GoFundMe.com GoFundMe. So um, in Texas, somebody freaking burned down a mosque, which that part is <laughs> F that. Not you good guys, news. Yeah, that is sad news. And I am so um, I feel so many sad feelings about that. But uh, so it was the Islamic Center of Victoria. It burned down on Saturday morning. 
um, everybody was like, I don't think there was people in it from what it sounds like. No, it was just the, it was just like the structure still awful. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, so shitty. Yeah. Uh, but within 24 hours, the goal was to raise 500,000 to rebuild it. And, uh, exactly one day later they had surpassed their goal of 850,000 was their like total goal. Um, so wait, by 24 hours, they raised 500,000. The goal was 850,000. I checked today, Monday, um, 912,000 this afternoon. It's almost double. Yeah. At like, uh, like 3 PM roughly this afternoon. Oh snap. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. And this was, wait, where was this again? In, um, Victoria, wait. Islamic Center. Oh, Texas. Texas. Wow. Freaking Texas. It's cool. It's cool when, especially in like a home, t- like, like that's when you realize like the greatness of the internet because it's like all the people that donated probably aren't from that city. Yeah. Much less that state. Mm-hmm. And so it's so great that people have the resources now to be able to give to places that they're not even close to. Yeah. Like that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it made me really happy to see that one. And then I went, and then I, going on GoFundMe is a dangerous place for me, I've discovered. <laughs> well, um, on the confession of mine, I definitely, like, when I first moved to L.A., when I had, like, the first big boy kind of job or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like a weird, ad- and, and then I came to hate this job that I'd been in for four years. Like, by the end of the four years, I was like, ah, get me out of here. It's not what I want. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a weird part of that process was like I just got addicted to like donating to like Kickstarters and go. They weren't always like nice causes. I mean, most of the time it was just for like comics or like weird like student films or something, you know, but like there was this weird addiction of like, but I'm like glad that stuff is like out there, you know, that like we can have access to like. Or even just doing the percast, like people whose pets are sick and stuff. Yeah. It's like it's great that people have the ability to raise money for something that they care about and help people. Yeah, I uh, I feel sometimes I get real like sad about the internet uh, when I feel like it's just a place that people troll and it's like a bizarre non connection connection that or like thing. Yeah, you know, we're like oh, nobody's actually connecting with each other. This is all just fake. We're just shouting into <laughs> yeah. the wind. Yeah. <laughs> So I get sad about that, but then other times I'm like, no, the internet's dope. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean. Uh, no, the internet's dope. Yeah. And you can even, no matter what you're feeling, again, if you're like, I hate my job, but at least I'm donating to somebody else's thing. So yeah. I feel better for a little bit. Yeah. That's still a way to like give back and stuff, you know? And yeah. So you can turn something that's a bummer into something that's like dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. I mean. You work at, you know, uh, WME or CA or whatever. You hate your job. You're an agent throwing a laptop at your head for <laughs> like forgetting their latte order, right? You know, you're like, shit, well, I'll use my 50K salary or whatever those kids are making there. Uh, I don't actually know how much people make at an agency, but like, you know, if it causes them to like want to just be like, oh, I just need to like focus in and donate to a Kickstarter or a yeah. GoFundMe, then like, I don't know. Maybe it's worth it until you figure out what you want to do. And then you're like, oh, no, wait, now I'm following my dreams and I have no money. Yeah. Like, well, I can still donate well, some, but. Yeah. And it all comes full circle. Yeah. And then people are donating to your <laughs> GoFundMe. Yeah. Oh, no. 
Help, I'm a starving artist fund. Help, I need to pay for this school. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a different type of internet connection. Ooh. It's not money, it's friendship. Uh, this So this guy named Ray Johnstone, he's a widower. He lives in Australia, um, Adelaide, Australia, which I wanted this to be small town news, but Adelaide is like 1.2 million people, I oh. guess. <laughs> I just think of the, there's a, a podcast called the goes, Adelaide, like, you know, so fun. Yeah. Ad, like yeah. <laughs> what, what is that? I don't even know what that song is. I just oh, know that they. Uh, celebrate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that, that obscure song. I couldn't think of actually. I was, I was just used to the way that they would sing the melody to the, that Australian city. You know that indie alt hit? Yes. Adelaide. Okay. So Ray Johnstone, he was looking for a buddy to go fish with. Um, I feel like maybe I'm telling this in the wrong order. He's a widower. Uh, his wife and his best friend. Uh, wait. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I just got confused because I was thinking his wife was his best friend. Oh, <laughs> like that's what I, the sentence I wanted to say. <laughs> Still my best friend, um, but not my wife, huh? <laughs> What's happening? Um. I even when I read this through earlier today, that's still what I thought. But now I'm like understanding his wife. Um, what is Australia? Wife, so it's backwards. Right. It's all, you know, <laughs> this is stupid. Sorry. I totally derailed that. <laughs> his wife died and so did his fishing buddy. Okay. Shit. See. So now you can understand how I thought it. she was maybe both of those people for him. But, you know, a wife can't be freaking everything these days. <laughs> Don't have to do it all anymore. Uh, <laughs> so he's looking for a fishing buddy. And he, like, made a post on, um, like, he made a post on Facebook. His name's Ray Johnstone, and he's just a widowed pensioner who's looking for a fishing mate. Um, and he he just wants somebody to go fishing with oh. him. He said, I'm willing to share all costs, either, like, gas, bait, or if you own a boat, I'm willing to pay the ramp fees. But it's also fine if you don't have a boat, and we just fish, uh, do land-based fishing. Oh. Um, so if you're interested, please contact me. Um and he's 70 years old, and he has a nurse who was like, you should post on Gumtree, which Ooh, I was like. Gumtree. Do you know what Gumtree is? Yeah, it's it's like the Craigslist for not America. Right. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Today. yeah, like, yeah. What is Gumtree? No, I, I, I never, because I, I lived in London for a little bit. And you so, did? Yeah. When did you, how long did you live in uh, London for? Six months. I was trying to go to grad school. It didn't work out. But I'm glad it didn't because then I moved to LA. Yeah. So, but yeah, they Gumtree is the that's their is their Craigslist. Yeah, it's better organized. Also, I was looking at it. Oh, today. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I'm scared to use Craigslist, so I wasn't even gonna. You're scared. To, I go on Craigslist like way too much. I could spend hours on Craigslist. I don't know. I'm terrified. It's like I'm terrified of Reddit and Craigslist. <gasps> 
confession time. Steven, no. <laughs> you got to do both of those things. But like the like he's like we've talked about this whole time like the internet can be bad and the internet yeah. can be good and I feel like I'm just afraid of the bad parts of those two places. Uh oh, I see like you're afraid of Craigslist like predators. Like yeah, like people? I'm afraid that I like here hey, uh, here's my address to go buy this couch for me. Oh no, I'm going to be murdered. Oh, like that's yep. like that kind of thing. I I feel that uh, I, I go in with a complete naive brain <laughs> to all of that. Any harm could ever happen. No, but I mean, people like, I know people that find jobs on Craigslist, yeah. like actual legit jobs and like careers and, and Tons cool of my, furniture. And yeah, I will only, here's my life hack. I'm, I will only buy furniture on Craigslist, oh. Ikea furniture on Craigslist. Ooh. Cause here's what, here's why guys it's already put together <gasps> To the point where all that it just needs to be taken apart enough to get out the door so you skip like probably 50 of those steps of screwing tiny screws in and all of that that's so genius this this here day bed and also my bed frame craigslist ikea nice Mm -hmm. wait this couch we're sitting on uh not this one this is a regular couch but this (laughs) a regular couch this guy here with the drawers yeah it's a whole thing you guys if you could see it it's like a it's got lots of moving parts and it it still took us a couple hours to put together, but it could have taken yeah, all well, dang day. And it probably was cheaper. Oh, yeah. Way cheaper. So then you're paying less money to get something that's already put together. Yeah, exactly. And Shit, it, I need to get on this Craigslist. You've got to go on Craigslist. And my other favorite thing to do on Craigslist is just to look at what's for free. Okay. See if there's any cool deals. Uh, is it usually like organs and pianos that people don't want to like move out of their house? It's all pianos. Or it's just, all pianos from 25 stories up. Or like old TVs that are just like really big, like the like non-flat the big, screen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's actually a lot of dirt. Like the amount of piles of dirt that what? I see in the free <laughs> Craigslist makes me huh? laugh. What's happening? Where am I? <laughs> That makes me laugh a lot. It's on there all the time. It's like free dirt in all capital letters with exclamation points. But then, but our buddy here was just like free fishing buddy. <laughs> well, not free. Oh yeah, like, to bring it back to Ray. Uh, Got to bring it back to Ray. I'm a, I'm a Ray. Bring it back. He's a Ray. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I've only been fishing twice, so I don't know if I'd be a good fishing buddy. But Charles, my boyfriend, is also a middle name Ray. Wait, I just really? Realized this. What? Why have we not I talked know, about this yet? We never talked about this. Wait, is he so R A Y? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Charles, Charles Ray, Ray Mockler. Nice. I like it. Three names. Mm-hmm. Not a serial killer thing. <laughs> as much as people like, because all the serial killers ha- are given their middle names in public because they don't want like a regular person to be mistaken for. Oh yeah. So if somebody's like willing to go by their middle name, then it's like, then they're cool like me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So nobody comes across random people and they're like, you're that guy who dresses up like clowns and murders kids. Yeah, it's like, you're like, no, I'm just gone. I'm just like John Gacy, the accountant, you know, yeah. like. I'm just like, hoping to open up a loan today at the bank. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're the, yeah, you're the, oh. Kitty, no, you're not allowed to do that. Again, I hesitated on disciplining your cat. <laughs> just like, it's her cat. She can't, I can't tell her cat what to do. I'm really bad at it. No. Uh, okay, so Ray. Yeah. Bringing it back to Ray. Oh, here's the last thing I'll say about Craigslist. Okay. Search haunted. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's amazing. I almost got. It's just every time you'll come up with something good. 
There was a couple times. One dude uh, last year was charging $50 for a haunted coin. That is, it was like, this ghost is really bad and will basically wreak havoc on your life. $50. <laughs> just let me just throw it in a fountain and yeah. it's a haunted fountain. Uh, and then there was one that was like, my couch is haunted, but the ghost is like very chill. So if you want a really, like a free, comfortable couch, come get my couch. But I'm pretty sure there's a Victorian ghost attached to it. Sometimes she dances with her husband in the living room. <laughs> you guys. I don't know. I, right I don't now. know if this is selling it for me. <laughs> Wherever you are, uh, Craigslist haunted, and then Craigslist IKEA furniture. Uh, I, the, I I'll take the IKEA one. <laughs> that's a good. That's a really good idea. Um, but so Gumtree, it's yeah, it's beautifully organized. It's like photo because Craigslist the way it's formatted is also just sketchy. It's like, it's like that ninety eight internet. Font. Yeah, yeah, it's like all comic sans old ass coding. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but this is like Airbnb style format where it's Gumtree. like photos. And so Ray posted on there and he, uh, it like blew up. And so he got, oh, he got so many people who were like, I'll be your fishing buddy. Um, and then a, uh, a hashtag of it started this weekend called all fish with Ray it like turned into such a huge thing. He has Aww. found a buddy, apparently. He's like secured a friend out of this huge group of people um, who wanted to be his fishing buddy. It was viewed over 80,000 times. Um, but it, the name of his new, it, he has not disclosed who this person is. But oh. then I also found in searching the hashtag All Fish with Ray, somebody started a GoFundMe for Ray. Shit. <laughs> For like fishing supplies and um, stuff. Um, to be fl- it's like or a friend. A- <laughs> yeah. Buy you a friend. I'll buy you a friend, Ray. Uh, to be flown over to Sydney, Australia, to go fishing with like a group of guys who are like the fishing. They have like, uh, they started like the Sydney Fishing Forum, and they started like a big fishing. They have like. A whole thing about fishing going on in Sydney, and Whoa. they want to fly him to Sydney. He's have like, his airfare covered. Yeah, he's like the like a guest of honor, yeah. like a elk club kind of thing or whatever. Yeah, that's exactly. so cool. And they want to get all the tackle shops and fishing charters um, who would love to have Ray on board to fish. Shit, he should start a vlog. Yeah. Or he should start a podcast. (gasps) Yeah. Fishing with Ray. And then, like, it's just him just, like, it's them two fishing. And it's just the conversation they have, like, out on the lake. Yeah. On land or on a boat. Yeah. If you have one. Yeah, depends. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And so they, yeah, they want to provide his flight there and back, a hotel, and yeah, get a bunch of people together to fish with him. And they've like already surpassed their amount of GoFundMe-ness. That's awesome. I love it. That's so great. (laughs) Like this little thing, like this small risk, like, I don't know if it was a risk, but just he was like, oh, I don't know. I mean, what's the harm? And then like it became this whole other thing. People really want to fish with Ray, it turns out. I mean, I, I've i recently become very amazed with Facebook groups and the resurgence of those mm-hmm. of like, because I remember in college, like, because my freshman year was, or I was the last year to not have Facebook in high school. Um, 
And then after that, like, because it was all college at that yeah, point. Yeah, okay. And then, so I didn't have Facebook in high school at all. Yeah, I was the same. And, um, and like, but like, there was all these Facebook groups and everything like that. And it was just like, you would just make a million of them. Yeah. Uh, but lately, I've seen tons of ones like the My Favorite Murder group and the Slumber Party group and like Lady to Lady podcast Facebook group. It's like these great little communities forming where people all around the world are like, you know, similar interests or something like, you know, like these people love fishing and it's like, yeah. Oh, this, this is like a rallying thing behind, like he's not a podcast, but like, it's that same idea of like, Oh, we all share this similar interest. And like, we may be from all over the world or yeah. something, but like we can still all connect about this one thing. And then like, at least like on the slumber party group and, and, and stuff like people will like, there's like secret Santas and like, I don't know. It's like, to me, it's like so cool. Like that people can connect like that. And it's not just like, Oh, I like, it's like we talked about like the internet of like people shouting into the wind. It's mm -hmm. just like, no, like these people genuinely care about each other. Yeah. Like, Oh, let's all check in on this person today because they're like, they have like, a, or like, let's all wish this person good luck on their job interview today. And like, yeah. I see stuff like that and I'm just like, that's really cool. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I really like, like that. that. But like, so like Ray was just like, oh, I like fishing. I wonder if anyone else does. And we're like, Ray, Ray we love fishing. Oh my God, Ray, you don't even know how much people want to fish. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Thank you. I that's so that. cool. I'll fish with Ray. Check out the hashtag, you guys. <gasps> oh, okay. Oh, man, I have so many stories this week. I think I did too many stories this week because there was a lot of good ones. The The middle chunk, uh, it's just important stuff. But this, okay, this one's my favorite. My friend Elizabeth sent this to me today. Um, shout out Elizabeth Gerard. Uh, so there's this restaurant in Spain called uh it's actually called Robin Hood restaurant and what they do is they actually charge the rich and feed the poor <laughs> so during <laughs> during um during um breakfast and lunch they have like really really and it's like a nice upscale How do they know? <laughs> I was wondering that too. So they but what they do is like they're open for breakfast and lunch for people to pay like for nice food. So people come in and it's like one of the most popular restaurants. And then for dinner, they close down and they only do free dinners for homeless people. Oh, okay. I was like, I thought maybe there they was like, like two prices. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, how do you, mm, can we get in with the poor prices? This is Spain. I don't know why they have an English accent. All rich people have English accent. Yeah. No, that that's even cooler because then it's it's I, I mean, the idea like I love the idea that it's like all, all these people who can clearly afford this nice like, oh, my God, let's go to brunch. And then it's like and then it's like people who can't, you know, can't afford that. Yeah. That's really cool. And it's become, I guess, one of Spain's most sought after lunch reservation spots. <gasps> Oh wow! So it's like so they're like even supporting it even more because mm -hmm. the more popular it gets, then the probably the more often that they can provide for free, yeah. the free side of it. Uh, and the uh, like it's like a gore like the um, yeah. Right now for paying clients, lunch is all the way fully booked with reservations to the end of March. Wow! Yeah. Jeez. Um. And uh, what what city in Spain? Uh, I think it's. Um, mm, mm, mm. Barcelona, Madrid. Madrid. Oh, nice. I was about to say Milan, but I was like, no, that's Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oregon, I know, Spain. I know stuff. I know facts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it opened in early December and is run by an 80-year-old Catholic priest. Whoa. <laughs> There's a lot of things. Go- the fact that it's that new and it's doing well and stuff, too, is really cool. Yeah. And it's, like, really, like, the head chef is, like, it's, like, nice food. And then even for the... um. Uh, even for the, like the dinners, they do like really nice dinners. It's not like here's some ham and beans and <laughs> greens, y'all. <laughs> no, you know? like yeah, it's like no, but I but like that's cool that it's doing so well because it's like w- the money that they are making off of just breakfast and lunch is enough that they can afford to pay people to work for during dinner and not to expect tips or or who knows maybe they still get tips, but like yeah, but like the idea that they're like. No, we'll have people working at night, but just expect that, um, you know, this is for a good cause. Yeah. That's really cool. I love it. And um, it made me think of the one that I did. Er- there was like a story I did earlier this year about the restaurant. There's a couple around the world now, but I think it, I feel like it started in Oakland or something where they do, they also do meals for free for mm-hmm. the um, people. You can eat there. For f- this isn't necessarily for homeless. It's just like a pay it forward idea. Like come in, eat for free. Also, if you can't eat at all, like definitely come and eat for free. Yeah. And then after you have a meal, you like sign up to eventually make a meal. That's cool. Oh, kitty. Dude is sitting on my lap. He's the best. He loves to cuddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I love that. That's really cool. Okay, so now to the last. Okay, small actual small town news. Yeah. This one is very small town news. It's like nice and cute and sweet. Um, Hudson, Florida, which I'm, if I remember, it's like 20,000 when I looked it up. Wow. Mid-size, mid-size small. Um, there, they probably have a Walmart. <laughs> I mean, this is another weird My Fair Murder thing, but My Fair Murder has almost 100,000 people in their group. Oh, to, to really? just put it in a perspective of how small that, Whoa. like how small that town is. Yeah. That like, uh, oh God, let me do math real quick. That three of those towns, five, five, five of those. Oh God, look, podcasting isn't about math, but that five of those, five of those towns could fit inside. That five of those towns listen, or or at least on Facebook and part of the my friend. Like a little, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's really small. I mean, that's like you probably know. At least you've heard of everybody in the town. Mm-hmm. I would say so. I grew up in a town of Lander is seven thousand. The town next to us with the Walmart is about twenty, and that was like the bigger town. <laughs> the town, <laughs> like the Walmart was like half the size of the town. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So a little. Uh. And well, I guess well Hudson, it's technically a suburb, so it's I forget which city it's closest to, but regardless, it's. It counts for a small town. Um, so this little kid who's six years old, um, he doesn't he doesn't come quite. He's not quite as cool as Campbell the Bear Maker, but he still gets a shout out. Campbell, I just man. don't think anybody can ever be past that kid. There's, somebody's gonna make a movie about him. They, yeah, because <sighs> oh, he's, so he's he's in New Zealand, right, or Australia? Um, I should know this. I should too, because I just <laughs> talked about him two weeks ago. 
I think it might be New Zealand. Yeah, I think it's New Zealand. I I am also very New Zealand bias, biased because I studied abroad in New Zealand. So yeah. whenever I hear people talk about New Zealand, <laughs> I'm like, what? Huh? What? Um, this little kid, his name is Blake Work. He <laughs> Blake Work Work. Okay, work, anyway. work 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 Work. Um, he was cleaning his room with his mom, and he got really stressed out about all the toys. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Jeez, like, that's hitting close to home. Yeah. Yeah. What do I do with all this stuff? And so he's overwhelmed with like all the toys he had to put away. And so his mom, doing a good mom thing, talked about how the toys that he had were like blessings and it shouldn't be something you're stressed. Like it's nice yeah. that he has them. He shouldn't be angry about it and that not all kids get to even have toys. Um, and then I guess he was like, what? What? <laughs> and got real sad about it um and then he was like okay well if not everybody has toys i have an idea and he basically set up a lemonade stand that was just free toys in the photo uh shoot i don't have it because i just wrote it down but uh the photo of him is pretty amazing it's like him with the classic like poster board that's like and then there's like four toys on a table. He actually had more, but he would only bring out like a certain amount at a time. He's like, here's um, a transformer. <laughs> yeah. Here's some that Legos. That was one of the toys. Oh, actually. really? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like a huge transformer. This um, kid sounds like a better version of me, frankly, because <laughs> I was like, I was a very spoiled kid. So I, I feel like I was, but I, but I, such a great reaction to being like, I have all these toys. I mean, it, the idea that you're stressed out about having too much stuff as a kid must mean that you have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because maybe, maybe I wasn't as spoiled because I never, I never certainly felt stressed out by how many toys I had. I don't know how to put all these freaking toys away. <laughs> oh God, I'm like stepping on Legos all day. <laughs> Carpets just made out of Legos. Yeah. So he, so he set up a lemonade stand essentially, mm-hmm. and was just like. Was he was so he was like giving them away or um yeah so they were giving them away but then they also this was kind of a, like a funny side note in the article it's like but they do live in a suburban neighborhood so they ended up doing like posting what he was doing to garage sale websites and probably like a Craigslist because oh. they were like probably not lots of kids in this nice ass suburb are gonna drive by and be like yeah. <laughs> uh, so they posted it and people would drive out um. One couple came out and like explained that they didn't have really any money and they had an 18 month year old son. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave away stuff like books and stuff, and then everything that was left over, he gave to his uh kindergarten classroom teacher. And so the toys are going to oh, be wow. used as rewards for good behavior in the class. Oh, I love that. I know. I've been I've been taking cues from that lately and that like because I just moved and I just have too much stuff and like oh yeah moving I'm just like and and I've been lucky in the sense that I because I'm terrified of Craigslist no uh that and like also (laughs) just like I don't to me the idea of selling stuff is really stressful so to me it's almost easier for me to give away stuff to people because at least I know that it's gonna like like, I mean, obviously giving it to a thrift store is good too. And I did that recently, but like, I don't know. I like that idea where he's like, Oh, well like other people are going to get this toy and like, it's a small city. So he's like knowing that it's going to go to good stuff. And I feel like 
Like that's a good way. That's a good incentive to give away stuff. You're like, well, I'm not getting rid of it. It's just like, it's going to live with other people, but I know that it's going to be in a good place. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. I hate selling stuff. It's like such a pain. Cause you're Um, also like, how much am I going to, and I, and that's just where I'm, that's where my privilege is showing where it's like, Oh, I'm going to sell like all my old, you know, transformers action figures or or blu-rays or you know vinyl or whatever but it's like oh like we can just give this away like yeah i'd rather give it to somebody i know or give it to somebody who sometimes i did just sell a little bit of stuff on ebay but i've talked previously about my terrible ebay venture i had last a year ago where i tried to like do that full time and it is not oh my god maybe we'll have to talk about this afterwards i'm really curious because i (laughs) am the worst at like i can't sell anything like i'd rather just give it away before i would yeah continue to do so it's such a pain in the unless it's something that you know is gonna be like or you have the time yeah I had a like I had a whole thing. I I bought a mannequin to put the clothes on. Her name was I named her Stacy. Uh, yeah, and my eBay name I made my eBay store called Stacy in the Closet, which I didn't realize until afterwards. Sounds like like maybe a lesbian who doesn't want to go oh, out of the closet who's getting rid of all of her clothes was like what interesting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Stacy in the Closet. Um, my little mannequin, Stacy, she did a great job. And then I ended up selling her on Craigslist. <laughs> oh, that's why you've, I found her on Craigslist too. Steven, you've got to go on Craigslist. I'm back into you the have universe. no idea. Yeah. God, I saw this really great mannequin for a decent price. <laughs> <laughs> I told the guy who bought her too. I was like, well, her name's Stacy. Like if you just she has an Instagram, <laughs> she has an Instagram. She's a great model. Um, ready for Animal Corner? Yes. Oh, okay. hell yeah. You know, I'm ready animal, for Animal Corner. I know. I did this week in particular. I found a story about dogs that I'm saving for next week because I was like, no, it's Steven's <laughs> coming. I got to find him something about cats. Hell yeah. Uh, this is about, this is just a little blurb. Oh, shoot. My internet is down at our house right now, so I don't think I can show you the video. I'll try, but, um, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> I'm going to tether my phone. So A cat you can... video? <laughs> <laughs> I will wait for it. Um, so a runaway cat. This is in the Netherlands. Somebody lost their cat. They mm-hmm. ended up running into a pet supply store. It's called Pets Place, which is like a big pet store chain, like PetSmart or something. And the cat wandered into the shop, which makes me laugh just part one because i'm like what kind of cat like actively walks into a big pet store like that yeah like my cat if you run away you're i feel like you find them under things or like hiding from stuff no they're not gonna wander to big tall ceiling to open fully lit (laughs) yeah with lots of people but i guess so it walked into the pet store and found the catnip aisle and is just like there's two different people who got videos of a random like and it's just rolling around I'm in losing the cat. My mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like rolling around on the shelf and then is the first video and then the second video he's like made its way like the shelf has like spilled. He's like gone from the shelf to the ground and there's catnip. 
all over it. So I don't think it'll play, but you can see at least. No, but I can. Oh my gosh, this cat's like, everything is real. You know, like, what do you mean everything is? Oh, and it says catnip is one heck of a drug. Um, oh, wait, and then what's the the uh, the Netherlands? Yep. What is that? Danish? Mm-hmm. Um, or Dutch. Is Dutch. that the same? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it says, oh, my gosh, it's like laying in the pile of catnip. Gast in pets place Zwoll. Posted. Oh, it will because it loaded earlier a little bit. Oh, my gosh. What is happening? Can you imagine... I would. That's pure happiness. Yeah, so happy, and I would be so freaking stoked if I was in Pet's place and walking around, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, you're like, "Um, is this part of the? <laughs> Can I buy this, or is this it's, just on it's display?" A good ad. It's like a, it's like a art know. exhibit kind of thing. Yeah, I'll have to send you the YouTube one. Oh my on gosh! Yes. Um, that was breaking news today, you guys. Ten a.m. Shoot, <laughs> January thirtieth. <30th. laughs> Uh, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I love that one. And then also, last tidbit, did you know the secret history of the first cat to ever go into space? I sent the article to somebody without reading it, <laughs> and then and then they said, oh, this story is a happy ending. So I don't actually know the story because I haven't read it yet. Uh, oh, okay. Because I was like almost like too afraid to read it. I was like, oh, no. Because, like, the Museum of Jurassic Technology has, like, the dog paintings, like, the Russian dog paintings. Oh. And that, because that's, like, well, anytime they send animals to space, it's kind of a bummer. So, So I, like, sent this article to somebody else who appreciates cats. And then then was, like, and then they're, like, oh, this has a happy ending. I was surprised. And I was, like... (laughs) Oh, oh, cool. Well, great. maybe maybe I'll be able Where to read it then. That? Uh, that's so funny. Well, this is fate, bringing you and this article together. Because this is not new news at all. Uh, it's just a his, little tidbit about history. The first cat into space, it is good news. It was fine. It was only in space for like 15 minutes and came back down. Um, that's cool. But just nobody ever really knew about it because so... Because dogs are more popular? I don't know. Yeah, that, that's actually kind of what the article says. Because oh. freaking dogs get all the attention is basically what the article says. But also it was during the period of the Russian-USA space race. And France was like trying to do their thing too. So they sent a cat into space for Oh, we minutes. sent a cat into space. <laughs> and like nobody Some cared. <laughs> and because like right after that they got actual people up. So it just kind of was not in the Oh, whoa. Really. So it was a French cat that yeah. went into space. And it was supposed to be, uh, it was October 18th, 1963. It was supposed to be a small cat named Felix. Um, but for some reason, like uh, on launch day, Felix went missing. So they had to use... Because he's like, fuck. Oh, sorry, <laughs> yeah. again, I swear. It's okay. He's like, shoot, they're going to send me into space. It was a retake. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah, so he he like went missing and then they got a girl kitty to take his place. And so they named her Felixette. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, she was nicknamed Astro Cat, <laughs> and she reached heights never achieved by feline kind. So on oh. October, oh, the actual date is October twenty fourth. I guess, um, eighteenth was when they were supposed to send Felix, and she went up on October twenty fourth, and she went one hundred and thirty miles above the Earth, and then came back down, and then I feel like they tested her brain to see if anything changed, but couldn't tell. <laughs> 
They were like, I don't know. It's a cat brain. The cats we are weird. We don't know anything about yeah. them. <laughs> it's like, hmm. I don't know. Uh, this is your cat. This is your cat in space. Yeah. But then, so, like, nobody really, it just never really, like, monkeys and other, and, and dogs were the main ones. Yeah. And then it was, like, already, then the race to space was just happening so fast that it Humans, just, baby. Yeah. But this this is an article from it. Aww. Space cat, back alive. Uh, <laughs> this cat's just very, like, mm, yeah. I'm alive. I'm here. And they do a little autograph. Oh, that's so little sweet. Little Little paw print. Yeah. So y'all, cats went to space, and I didn't even know about it. Yeah, I actually didn't know that at all. Because, I mean, yeah, you just hear about dogs and monkeys. Yeah. Chimps in they, space. They take all that attention. Yeah. And now, oh. pretty much no animals go into space, guys. Good. Yeah. Because they Maybe were like, some we farms. should stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if I would want to be sent into space against my will. No. Like, Where they're like, we're just going to test your brain that we don't know anything about afterwards to see what happens. Yeah, we don't even know if cats are truly domesticated or not. Like, what would we learn by sending them into space? Yeah. I'm, I guess they check the mass of it. Is that what you do with brains? Are you like, did it change? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if the cat was only in space for like 15 minutes, I don't feel like that's enough time to really change anything. Yeah. But think about back then, they were like, we don't know what happens up yeah, there. Yeah, that's Maybe true. their whole... Maybe they're Martian cats. Uh, who knows? Another article I found today is that they think... Cats are from outer space. They are? No. <laughs> I, I grew up watching that Disney film. Oh. Yeah, yeah, That's right. We've talked about old animal Disney films. Yeah, yeah. Cats are from outer My space. Genuine, really? I would have been on board. <laughs> um, uh, cats' brains are very similar to humans' brains. Mm-hmm. They have decided. Yeah. Based on we're memory. Sw- we're feral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's and the idea. Cats also think that humans are just other big cats, which is my favorite yes. cat fact. No, I love that. <laughs> well, there was the, like, um, the uh, somebody rewrote Alien, but from the perspective of the cat, of Jones. Oh, my God. And so it's like Jones just thought, you know, humans are just big cats, and then the alien, the xenomorph is... Just a hairless black cat. <laughs> just an even bigger... Yeah. Hairy. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, well, I'm I'm glad that I... I didn't even have to read that story. Yeah. I was too scared to read it. <laughs> and then I like... And then, Hannah, you confirmed it for me that yeah. I... That it's... That it was a good... That it was a happy story. It was a happy ending. Yeah. Um, went into space. Came back right after going into space. Everything was fine. And it was a girl kitty, too. Breaking down those gender First female barriers. cat astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I wonder if... It was so, and that's probably, like, the only cat that's been in space. I think so. That's so cool. I didn't see anything else about other cats afterwards. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, it is funny that France... To- like, it kind of is funny that France was like, we're going to do a cat. Because yeah. I just feel like that's a pretty random... <laughs> yeah. Feels Animal. like a French thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put the cat. All of our French listeners, they're like, I don't know. We would. <laughs> yeah. No, they totally. Oh, come on, Amelie. She'd send her cat into space. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now we're to the part where I get to ask you about a good news tidbit in your life. Oh, man. This is hard. Mm-hmm. Because I was lately I've been saying uh, to people, uh, <laughs> 
that I'm afraid to tell people good news that happens to me because then I'm afraid somebody will take it away from me. Oh, so I'm yeah. weirdly superstitious <laughs> about that. But um, like you know, like normally I, I don't like when I get new jobs or cool things happen. I normally don't like I don't I don't normally maybe it's just broadcasting on social media is different because I'm like very happy to tell mm -hmm. people I talk to in person good yeah. news but like broadcasting on the internet feels I feel weird about that sometimes yeah well that makes uh that makes sense to me yeah I feel that way too you like don't know everybody yeah you know? and it, yeah I don't know but um I don't know weirdly the the thing that I ended up like thinking about or narrowing in on which where it's like I remember the moment very clearly because also I feel like sometimes when you get good news unless it's like um unless it's like I got the job or like you got the apartment a lot of times good news isn't necessarily like something that's like boom good news yeah. it's sort of like <laughs> yeah. it's sort of like to ease into it or something yeah. but I think I remember being really happy when um, I got the word that I was that I got into the study abroad program when I studied abroad in New Zealand when mm. I was in college because it was only two people applied myself and one other person and there was one slot. Oh. So it was like when I got the word like it felt really special. Yeah. And I like remember where I was like I was at my mom's house like um in her apartment that she moved to after i graduated from when i was like in college that she lived at while i was in college mm -hmm. and like it was it was the family computer like back when that was like oh still a thing gosh yeah i mean this is like way too late because i already had my own college laptop at that point but like <laughs> back at my mom's place my sister and my mom shared a computer um, but I remember looking on it, I was like, can I use the computer to like check my school email, you know, like <laughs> at email.ucsb.edu, like it's way too long, you know, uh, thing. But like, uh, yeah, just like getting the email, like you've been accepted into the like study abroad program to New Zealand or whatever, yeah. to when I went to Wellington, New Zealand. And that was like a very specific good news, like, boom, like there no ifs ands or buts you're going yeah like there's no qualifiers or anything like that yeah like i mean i guess i if i had not passed the like shots thing or whatever maybe but i think to you oh sorry no 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 yeah yeah so uh i was talking to uh jonathan harris who was one of my guests his good news thing was also college related oh cool i feel like especially in college i don't know there's something about that time of life where like that kind of news is it just feels i don't know it's almost concrete yeah it's really like important i feel like when you're at that stage of life and when you're in school to be have people say like yeah you you can go do this yeah you got this grant Mm -hmm. You got this thing to make this movie or something, or you got to study abroad, or you got master's program, you know, you got into the master's program or something. Yeah. yeah, it's more definite where it's like, at least it seems like now, like even getting a job in LA is never certain because, you know, things can turn around really quickly. And yeah, you might go jump into a job and then like two months later, you're like, hey, I'm out, you know? Yeah. Like whether you want to or not, or you, like you know life throws stuff in your way but in college things seem so certain mm -hmm. you know and it seems like defined yeah it's like certain and then also people are giving you it's almost like permission of like yeah you want to go do this thing you totally should yeah but and like having adults say that to you you're like oh 
Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna go do that. Yeah, nobody <laughs> nobody's defining anything for us now. It's yeah. up to us. Now you have to decide if what you're doing is worthwhile ever. And <laughs> it, nobody'll ever freaking validate you on any of it. <laughs> is what I'm doing good news? I don't know. Who's it good for? I yeah, just, I miss college. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lesson that we're That's taking from lesson. here. Uh yeah, because people are giving the best thing about college is I so took it for granted that you had people at all times like giving you feedback. Yeah, on college just is where so easy at. in that sense. Yeah, it's like, oh, I know where I need to be every like I know that I need to just focus on these classes and these projects and yeah. then I will be successful at it. And someone is there being like, you know, I think you can do better or actually, hey, I really liked this thing you yeah. did. Whereas like the rest of your life, you're like, I don't know what I'm doing or where I'm going or if what I'm doing. And even today. if the things that I'm doing that are doing well, you don't know if those are the things you should be doing either. Yeah. So you're just like, <laughs> I am rudderless here yeah i miss having i hate grading systems but i like i definitely miss having feedback of somebody being like let me tell you why i think this was good or bad good feedback (laughs) is hard to hard to come by i think Mm -hmm. i think i've really come to appreciate like really really helpful criticism now yeah nice criticism sandwich doesn't happen Mm. very often anymore it's like adult life oreo (laughs) oreo uh ice cream sandwich that's what i was thinking about oh mm -hmm. yeah yeah same. Even though like all the parts of it are good. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like actually like a real compliment yeah. sandwich because mm-hmm. it's not like an ice cream sandwich, but then with like a, like a, like a weird, like razor blade in the middle. And you're <laughs> like, Oh no. I'm going to give you a murder sandwich. Yeah. Well, um, but that, yeah, that was some good news where I like, it was very defined by a particular moment that I yeah. can still remember. And I don't know if that's necessarily that, that hasn't necessarily been the case for like, all the episodes that I've listened to that it's like that specific, but for some reason that giving myself that parameter made it really easy to think of a good example. Mm-hmm. No, that's literally, I don't know if I, I, I think Jonathan was maybe that one of the only other ones, maybe Matt a little bit last episode of like a piece of news that was delivered to you. Whereas like good news that kind of changed a trajectory trajectory yeah. in your life. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of, that was my first instinct to go to. Yeah. So. I like it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, uh, I love, yeah, I love listening to everybody's different stories because they've ranged from like Charles's, uh, like realizing that his stepmom wasn't terrible <laughs> to like very yeah. concrete things yeah. or like more broad uh, things. Uh, I just love listening to everybody's different. Well, it's kind of like what all the stories are, mm-hmm. like which I appreciate. Yeah. Is that like, Cause again, it's really cool. I think I really like your podcast because you have these like very specific things. And then also just like, here's maybe some general trend or some general movement. Yeah. That's kind of, cause we need both. We do. Like we need, we need the everyday and we need the, the heroes. Yeah. <laughs> that was a beautiful ice cream feedback sandwich. You just gave me. It was all, it was all sweet. It was all sweet. There's no, no razor blades in that ice cream sandwich. Uh, well, thank you so much, Steven. Oh, thank you. I've had such a good time being on. I really like listening to your podcast. Thank you. And now I'm not going to listen to my own. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, everybody, 
if you're not already listening to My Favorite Murder, I guess we don't talk that much because it's my favorite podcast. Yeah. Um, go listen to that podcast and definitely listen to the Purrcast. Yeah. Uh, especially if you like cats. But even if you don't. Hell yeah. I still think it's great. I think so. That's a really good one. I listen to, uh, to podcasts in my car all the time and I love, obviously you can probably tell Based on how my podcast is, I love just listening to people conversate. I feel like the podcast is so great yeah. for that because you're like in someone's home and you're talking about their cat and their life and their just cat's chill. life. It's very chill. Uh, and then Mother May I Sleep With podcast. Go go to see all of them and subscribe to Luke Crane. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't need to. That's very sweet of you, Hannah. People know. But do the podcast part. Yeah. On the real. Thank you. Thanks, Steven. Thank you so much, Hannah. That was so much fun. So fun. Uh, good news yes. later, everybody. Good news. Good, good news. news. Good news. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Good News Podcast. If you want to check out any of the articles or photos on the blog or send me somebody who you think is making great news, go to hellohank.com. And if you like the podcast, rate and subscribe. <laughs>